0: and gentlemen, welcome to The Psy Effect, a show that deals with hot topics from all directions. And now, introducing the funny, the talented, the charismatic, the captivating, the woman who tells it like it is,
1: your host,
0: I am Psy.
2: to another edition of the Cy Effect Radio Show. I am Cy, your host, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the show weekly. Thank you so much for your support. And today's guest is Felton Pilot from the group Confunction. Now I saw the the, the show, the television show on T V one on song and it premiered the group confunction. Now I don't know about you guys but I've been grooving to confunction since I was six years old. You know, my mom and my aunt used to throw these parties with the disco ball in the meadow and the colored lights. And I remember smelling the funny smelling cigarettes, you know, that that, that, (laughs) ooey. And I remember listening to their music at a very young age. And if you aren't familiar with their music, here's a quick sample of it. of the hits that can function brought to us, the music, the roller skating, the grinding, I mean the dancing. (laughs) Man, let me tell you guys, I'm so excited right now to be speaking with Mr. Felton Pilot and we're going to be right back with him after this quick break. Tune into the Sci Effect Radio Show every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your hot topics, hot interviews, and hot music. Go to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Sci Effect Radio Show. See you
0: there. Welcome to The Sci Effect.
2: Felton of the group, the infamous, famous funk group of the century. Because <laughs> ain't nobody better <laughs> than them. Mr. Felton, How you doing? Welcome to the side <laughs> uh, uh,
1: Thank you, sir. It's wonderful being here. And, uh, nice to know that, I, that that we're infamous now. I, I appreciate oh, that. That, that, that man,
2: upgrade.
1: Huh?
2: <laughs> let me tell you, you guys are
1: infamous. How does it feel?
2: to know that you are still relevant in 2012?
1: Uh, blessed. Blessed. You know, uh, I can officially say back in the day, at, <laughs> being in the studio actually recording with other musicians at the same time. Mm-hmm. There was a kind of a uh,
0: camaraderie that was kind mm-hmm.
1: of a, a blend, kind of a magic that can happen, you know, only if you're playing with several people at the same time, each mm-hmm. person adding their own musical personality to what's about to go down on tape. There's a whole a whole, whole different feel um, than as opposed to one guy sitting in you know in front of a computer and doing it all electronically. Now, right. don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I do a lot of that today. I mean, mm-hmm. the technology is available to me, but I really I miss that that magic from, from, from back in the day of just having everyone in the studio at the same time and we just lay it all down.
2: Now, you guys were recently featured on Unsung a couple of weeks ago, and that's what prompted me to connect with you because I've always been a fan. I'm so trying not to act like a groupie right now. I'm, I'm, I toned myself down. I've been waiting for this interview all weekend, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take a deep breath. <laughs> but I was so excited because I grew up listening to your music. I grew up going to parties. At nine and ten, twelve, thirteen, in my teenage years, you know, dancing to your music, and, and it's just an honor to be speaking with you now. It, it really is. I can't say that enough.
1: Well, so, thank you so much. And I'm, i in return, I'm honored that you take the time to do the uh, the interview here. Thank thank you.
2: How did you feel when you saw your story play out, confunction story play
1: out on, on songs? Um. Uh, of course, it's always a unique situation to sit down and watch yourself on TV. That's, you know, yeah. that, that that's always, wow, oh, dang, look at those circles in the eyes. Oh, my God, I'm, oh, goodbye. But, you
0: know, well, since
1: I was there telling, you know, the story, and, of course, they edited uh, uh as far as all of the interviews, they just, ed- they just edited out, you know, what wasn't going to fit in a, you know, 40-minute, you know, time frame. You know, it's, nothing of it was was a surprise. No, I take that back. I didn't know about the accident that Lewis McCall and Danny Thomas had. Now, that I didn't know about. Everything else, you know, it, you know it's, it's part of my history. And it was and it was just, just interesting just hearing it back. You know, it plays back like a motion picture in, in my mind. And it was, of mm-hmm. course, always interesting hearing it coming out of other people's mouths. But, you know, I, I thought it was a very well-put-together show, and, uh you know, I I I enjoyed
2: watching it. We did too. We all took to Twitter and Facebook. We were talking about it. A lot of people were blogging about it. And we we loved it. We just get to see one picture. We don't get to see what happened before you hit the stage or what happened yeah. between the guys, you know, the women within the group. We don't we don't get to see that. So it's always interesting to see what happened during those times. I thought it was a great great segment of Aung Song and very much long overdue. Uh,
1: uh, Overdue, I totally agree. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Totally agree, yes.
2: Do you regret leaving function when you did, when you guys had that spat? Uh,
1: For the first year, it was was, was kind of rough because what what I had to do was to pretty much reinvent myself. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I've been I, you know I've been in function for you know sixteen you know sixteen years and yeah. you know uh the, you know and so now I'm now I'm just felt and violent you know
0: mm-hmm. so what
1: what I did was I you know I I went into producing full time I opened up a recording studio and then I just went into producing full time right and, and I just kept, I kept myself so busy that I didn't miss it. You know, oh, I, you know right. of course, I, I I did I did miss uh, performing, and 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 as a side note, you know, I I, I love TV shows or, or movies or books about time travel, right? About how, mm-hmm. you can, how you can go back and change one incident in your past, and then change your whole future. Yeah. Well, that one incident was a very defining moment for me, right? And it mm-hmm. turned out later that had that incident not happened, I would have never met him.
0: Mmm, that's deep. Yeah. That yeah. really is. That,
1: that incident, apparently in the great plan, had to happen mm-hmm. so that MC Hammer and I would would musically get together and accomplish what we did. I mean, you know, almost fifteen fifteen million 15 million sales.
2: I'm sorry, that was the
1: first MC Hammer album, um... Actually, the first the the first one we did, uh, was uh, uh let's get let's get it started,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that and sold uh you know uh four or five million copies, you know, wow. um, and then we did uh no so t- so two million copies, and then when we did uh, uh you can't touch this, that was a uh, uh, please hammer don't hurt them, and that sold somewhere around depending on who you ask, somewhere between twelve and twenty million copies. I mean
0: just huge, right? Historical. Uh,
1: recall, which of course, you know, surprised me. Well well no, not not so much surprised, you know, based on the success of the previous one. But mm-hmm. me who was still, you know, from that musician's point of view, I'm like, yeah, oh come on now, rap music, come on, it's not gonna last that long. And then and then someone someone had to point out to me later well, dude, the reason, part of the reason why I'm still here, it, it's your fault. <laughs> 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 because you know, people can say, well, shoot, well, if MC Hammer can record and sell that many <laughs> records, so can I. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know?
2: Oh, my gosh. How was it to work with Hammer? You were going into a different genre. How was that? Was it easy to adjust for you?
1: Uh yeah, you know what I uh I, I approached it as a musician and as a studio engineer you know cuz it's mm-hmm. uh, I I kept saying like yeah, you know what it's all music it's, it's right all music it's all it's all notes and it's just I I just had to get used to a different way of, of approaching it from a musician point of view everything had to be in key and everything you know um so it took me a minute to adjust to the concept of you know if you're, if you're scratching it themselves samples that necessarily the same key of the song. I just, you know, I had to let loose of that musician part of me um, to make it happen, and, and, and it worked out just fine. Okay. I, just...
2: And I would have loved to be a bug in that uh, studio.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we're going to go into one of your songs. Can you introduce Gotta Be Enough? Uh,
1: this song here was a song that I had written a, 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 a track to, Michael Cooper wrote the lyrics, Um Skip Scarborough produced and the Earth, Wind & Fire horn section playing the horns. The song was called Got to Be Enough.
2: writing process? Do you write
1: songs first, or do you create the music first? Um, That totally depends. There have been times when I've woken up and there's a lyrical idea, and I'll sit down and I'll, and I'll write as many lyrics as as I can. There's been other times when there's just been a groove, a groove stuck in my head, and I'll go lay, lay the music first. Um, and it really just totally Depends on the inspiration at the moment. A good example: mm-hmm. day before yesterday, I was working with a, a, a new client, and what they had was a set of lyrics, and that was it. And the set of lyrics and how the young lady was singing it became the whole inspiration of how, of of what to do with the track.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And of course, you know, it 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 isn't always an easy process. I remember writing some music once, and it took me four years finally come up with some lyrics. Can't can't force it. I mean it's it's been known to happen in in, in, in a in a one day process. For for example, mm-hmm. when we that um uh the Adams Group for uh, for MC Hammer, mm-hmm. uh, we were we were supposed to send it out on Saturday as as a Friday as a Thursday night we had nothing. We had absolutely nothing. Uh at Friday morning at nine o'clock I walked in Wrote the track. Hammer came in, liked it, sat down and wrote the hook. Uh, and while I was busy recording the background, so he was recording the hook. He was sitting in the corner writing the lyrics. We finished recording Crazy. the hook. He came, did the lyrics, and left. You know. And so now the engineer and I, you were know, working at Princess Studio, we we knocked out the entire song from scratch to finish mix in 15 hours. And wow. when they were done. And was we'll able to turn it on Saturday, and, and that
2: worked. That album was crazy. I I'm not gonna brag on my um, pop locking skills because you know I don't want anybody to be hating on me. But <laughs> I did some serious pop locking to that whole album. <laughs> I'm
0: not gonna lie. <laughs> I was in the
2: car doing this, doing my pop lock move, when my son was driving. Like, mom, really? Seriously, you've been like doing that same move for since I've been alive. <laughs> uh, well but, well you, should, you should have it perfected by now, right? Exactly, exactly. I'm a professional. Always, I try to be. <laughs> right. Now, what advice would you give to upcoming musicians and songwriters coming into this
1: beast of an industry? Oh, oh here we go. It is called the music. <laughs> it is called the music business for a reason. Mm. <laughs> keep that, Keep that in mind. It is called the music business for a reason. Yes, you can you can sit here and write songs just to please yourself all day long. Mm-hmm. It is, <laughs> there is a there is a business involved with this, and 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 record companies, both major and independent, uh, thrive on the fact that there are certain rules of business that that, that they have to apply. Uh, mm-hmm. In addition to that, master your craft. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, totally master. if 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 you're a musician, you know, uh you know, spend that extra time. master your instrument, you know. Um it is true that modern software makes it easy makes it easier not to have to be a master mm-hmm. not to have to be, not to have to be a master musician.
0: Right. And I wouldn't
1: say that it is required, you know, <laughs> it's, not, yeah, it's it's not like I am, you know, like like the world's greatest pianist. I know enough to get my song recorded. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. but, but yeah, if, if you're a singer, you know, take take those voice lessons. It, you know, I, I I hear that Stevie Wonder still has a still at this point still has a vocal coach. You know, um, oh. so you know, you know, master your craft. Be willing to put in the time and the mm-hmm. energy. Of people, you know, who are you know. Uh, They appear to be instant successes. Probably not.
2: Well, guys, you got great advice from a veteran. Listen, 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 listen. And he's not playing. He's a veteran in the game, and he knows what he's talking about. So you know, he's an OG, I should say. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Mister Pilot, what artists are you listening to today?
1: Who do you like? Hmm. I I'm a Neo fan actually. Um ah. I, I, I I like I like Neo. Um. Mm-hmm. I like Usher. Um.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like Smokey Norville.
0: Oh, love him um, um, too.
1: Let me see now. Uh, oh my god! I, I mean, that, that, there there is so much stuff on my iPad that my that, uh, that I listen for different reasons, right? And, mm-hmm. and this may be surprising. There's a there's a country group called Rascal Flat. Hmm. Write that down. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, write that down. take listen to them. They are. They. Um, we're talking about the art of writing a hit song. Even though, it even. The, I mean, they have got that down to a science. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they have a beautiful song called uh, "I Won't Let Go,"
0: mm-hmm. that
1: I just recorded on a CD that I'm recording for my uh, granddaughter.
2: On um on um, song, the song Love Train. Right. Um. Does the lady know the song was about her? You know, when you guys, were, you know, I, I I'm sure she does.
1: Have, she did. I I have no doubt that I'm but I'm, 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 I'm sure she knows.
2: Wow. Yeah. Have you Have you like when you guys were recording? When you guys feel like seeing her, or you know, you know, we trying to get
1: the dirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we We want some stuff on song didn't say didn't tell us. Okay.
1: Okay, well, well, here's something that Unsung didn't say. The young lady wants being my wife.
2: Really? Yeah. She picked you. Uh, <laughs>
1: okay. That's what I
2: really wanted to know. Who she picked? You know, I kind of knew that. I knew that because yeah. that because the, the I forget the other guy's name, and I do apologize for not remembering the other member name that song the song.
0: What was
2: his name? Michael Cooper. I apologize, Mr. Cooper, just in case you're listening. But um, he was singing that song like he was getting ready to be kicked to the curb. He loved her. He knew he was on the end. He knew he was about to get the papers. You know, so I was like, God, who won? Who won? I know it wasn't a competition. You know, hearts hearts were involved. But, mm. you know, I know a lot of people were wondering about that, including myself. So I had to put that out there
1: for my Facebook family.
2: What what are what were two what are two of your favorite compunction
1: songs? That 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 is so hard. It's like trying to answer which 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 of your children are yeah you know, which, which is your favorite child. So yeah, you know, <laughs> that's hard. My I'll, I'll break it down in, in two. my favorite um, up tempo song is "Got to Be Enough."
2: Mhm. Mine too.
1: Um, my favorite ballad would probably be um, Straight From the Heart
2: Oh, that's beautiful I was listening to that last night Beautiful ballad Was that about about anyone in particular?
1: Uh, I, actually, it wasn't You know, uh, the inspiration of that song came from You know, when Function used to be a, a top 40 band We used to play a lot mm-hmm. of stuff by the Stylistics and the Delphonics Okay And, and Blue Magic, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, you know, like 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 most musicians, you know you know most musicians are a blend of people that they used to listen to. Mm-hmm.
0: You know,
1: and so yeah. uh, that Philly sound was such a big stuff. Uh, not big stuff was a big influence on on. And I'll, I'll say me and 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 in particular, um, Tom Bell. Tom Bell, the guy who used to produce okay. stylistics the uh, Spinners, and the uh, the Delphonics, I was such a big fan of him that that that, that song was actually my tribute to Tom Bell.
2: What do you think the music of today is lacking besides you writing Um, everything and
0: producing?
1: Okay. (laughs) 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 Okay, well, you you know, the advent of... Today's computers and and you know it it winds up being a good news and bad news kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for people like me, it becomes an additional tool to get done what I would have done anyway faster. Got i you know, it. What I'm you know? Uh, saves a lot of time in the studio. Uh, in, in, in interest of you know, because you know you know the idea that time is money. If you if you're working in a studio, that's costing you fifty hundred bucks an hour. Yes, you mm-hmm. want to spend as, as little time in there as you can possibly creatively get away with, right? So mm-hmm. right. you can, if you can copy and paste your vocals from the first chorus to the second chorus, you've now saved yourself thirty minutes, you know, it mm-hmm. all over again, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, on the other hand, you know, it takes away some of that, I'm going to say, or- organicness mm-hmm. of of the difference, you know, and that's of course you might have sang it a little, a, a, a little bit differently, and 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 the word feel comes to mind, you know,
0: mm-hmm, that whole yeah.
1: that whole thing that you can feel of any old Motown recording or any mm-hmm. You know the Stax records, you know, that the, the song kicked to our old Aretha Franklin recording, the, the word feel comes comes to mind, you know, the song give you the
2: chills, give you the chills, right.
1: mm-hmm. and it. And it's kind of hard to get that feel from a drum loop. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what
2: I mean? Yeah. I completely yeah. agree with you. You know,
1: so so that the, the, the advent of today's technology, it becomes a good news, bad news kind of thing. And as a result, i say a lot of stuff that we're hearing today, the word mediocr- mediocrity has become the norm you know and and and, mm-hmm. and we had that music business thing where you know if you and and if you put enough dollars behind it literally you can promote a mediocre song to be a hit mhm if you have enough dollars to put behind it you know you know people have gotten so used to hearing relatively mediocre yeah. songs and mm-hmm. they just hear so much that they just accept it as the norm you know so that mm-hmm. that would that would be the thing I would be, you know, the biggest difference between a lot of songs of today versus songs of from back in the day.
2: It's been a pleasure. I don't want to let you go. The clock is running out. We're down to two minutes.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> it yeah. was
2: a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking time to come on and. Talk with me, and I'm, I'm just so excited to share you with the science Effect Radio Show fans. And before I let you go, um, what projects are you working on, or in, and what website or how anyone can get in contact with you to see to listen to your new music, download,
1: contact you to work with you? Uh, I'm Felton at feltonpilot.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can visit my website at you know feltonpilot you know, www dot Felton Pilot, that's pilot, uh as spelled in the Bible, P I L A T E. F you know, so F E L T O N P I L A T E. Um, I'm on Facebook, you know, find me at you know, Felton Pilot. Uh my phone number's on there. Hey, yeah, contact me, you
2: know. <laughs> okay. And I want to thank you again for coming on the Effect Radio
1: Show. Thank you again for having me, I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, the Psy Effect fan page. Also, I am Psy on Twitter. So tune in next time on the Side.